Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Good morning. American Lost, a Marine veteran reportedly killed in Ukraine after traveling there to fight alongside Ukrainian forces. His story and what his family is saying this morning while new bombings rot Kyiv, a city just visited by top U.S. officials and the head of the U.N. We'll have complete coverage from the front lines. Troubling sign, the U.S. economy shrinking for the first time since the start of the pandemic. This morning, what is driving the surprise slowdown rattling Wall Street and millions of Americans already struggling? So is the nation one step closer to a recession? Waiting game, anxious parents eager for a decision on the first COVID vaccine for the youngest children after Moderna presses for approval. Straight ahead, the pressure on the FDA to act quickly with cases of the virus now surging across 44 states. Fallout, a new twist tied to the Rust shooting investigation. Attorneys for the woman in charge of guns on the set now accusing the sheriff of misleading the public. We'll have the very latest. Those stories plus pedal problems with Mother's Day almost here. Florists nationwide facing a flower shortage. I'm going to do what I can with what we have. Inside the race to bring in new shipments and fill your orders in time to put smiles on the faces of moms from coast to coast. Today, Friday, April 29th, 2022. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Oda Cuppy, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hey guys, welcome to today. It is a Friday morning. We're so happy you're joining us. Savannah is off. As we head into the weekend, we do have some severe storms that are on the move. The Southern Plains on alert today. Tomorrow, nearly 20 million across the Midwest are at risk for strong hail, even possible tornadoes. Mr. Roker standing by. He's keeping an eye on all of that for us. But we are going to start with the latest on the war in Ukraine amid new Russian attacks and a new push by President Biden for billions of dollars in additional aid for Ukraine. This morning, an American family says they are mourning the loss of an American killed while fighting alongside Ukrainian forces. NBC's Aaron McLaughlin is in Kyiv with complete coverage for us. Hey, Aaron, good morning. Good morning, Hoda. This is the site of last night's missile strikes on the Capitol. One of the missiles struck that apartment building. You can see they're working to clear the rubble. Meanwhile, this morning, there's a report of another American killed in Ukraine. This morning, CNN reporting that a U.S. Marine veteran has been killed while fighting in Ukraine. According to his family, 22-year-old Willie Joseph Cancel had been working for a private military company in the country since mid-March. His mother telling CNN he wanted to go over because he believed in what Ukraine was fighting for. He leaves behind his wife and a seven-month-old baby. Late Thursday, just as the U.N. Secretary General was visiting Kyiv, two Russian missiles struck the center of the capital, injuring 10 and killing one, according to the city's mayor. 
You can see the massive emergency response as well as the military. The ground is covered in glass. Explosives are thick in the air. This is chaos in the heart of Kiev. The head of the UN acknowledging it has failed to stop the bloodshed. His visit also focusing on the besieged port city of Mariupol, where hundreds of civilians and Ukrainian fighters remain trapped inside an old steel plant. Antonio Guterres saying Russia's President Putin had agreed in principle to allow civilians to evacuate. But the Russian assault shows no signs of stopping. On Thursday, massive bombs striking the steel plant's makeshift military hospital, according to Ukrainian officials. Marina Kratsova's husband is one of the fighters trapped inside. Every time I speak with him, he tells me about the bright future we'll have after we win. How does that make you feel? I'm very afraid. On Thursday, President Biden asking Congress to fund a $33 billion aid package to help keep Ukraine going through September. Badly needed funds as the country begins to tally the economic toll. Mall owner Andriy Dubienko says he's lost almost everything. He shows us harrowing videos of what happened when the Russians arrived on his street and the devastation they left behind. I'm very sad, but I'm also an optimist, he says. We Ukrainians are optimists. That's why we will win this war. NBC reached out to both the State Department as well as the family of the veteran reportedly killed. We have yet to hear back. A State Department official tells CNN that they are aware of the reports and are monitoring the situation closely. Hoda. Well, I wanted to hear that man who lost everything say he's optimistic was really something. All right, Aaron, thank you so much. Meanwhile, back here, both Wall Street and Main Street are digesting some stunning news about the economy. It actually shrank in the first quarter after one of the strongest periods of growth in late 2021. With prices soaring and plenty of jobs available, it's got a lot of folks scratching their heads this morning. NBC's Tom Costello joins us from Washington with a bit of an explanation, perhaps. Tom, good morning to you. Yeah, hey, Craig, you know, as is often the case, there is not one reason to explain what's happening. There are many factors that are affecting the price we pay, how much we are paid, and whether the economy is slowing. And yes, we are all feeling every bit of this. From the grocery store to the gas pump, the car lot, the home improvement store, to new mortgages and new rents, Americans are caught in the vortex of high prices and now signs the economy is shrinking. The economy actually contracted by 1.4% in the first three months of the year after rising by nearly 7% at the end of 2021. A big surprise since unemployment is near a 50-year low and inflation is at 40-year highs, pushed higher by the supply chain crisis and strong consumer demand. At the Mount Adams Bar and Grill in Cincinnati, owner Pat Shepard is trying to manage all of it. Everything costs more, especially if it's from overseas, and she's struggling to find employees. So, yes, this is the most challenging time we've ever been through, and that is everything from a shortage of employees to how, how to honestly keep the customers happy when you do your best to get the product in. Analysts say several factors caused the economy to contract in the first quarter. The war in Ukraine slowed the global economy. The U.S. imported more than it exported. The government cut back on pandemic spending. The supply chain crisis worsened in China, just as Omicron spread across the country. The timing is not good. 
The Federal Reserve still expected to raise interest rates another half a point next week to help tame inflation. The Nasdaq closing out with a gain of 3%. Despite the inflation concerns, Wall Street bounced back on Thursday after days of selling. But the economy on Main Street remains a very big concern. Do you want another job? It's probably out there for you. Um, wages are going to be going up and prices are going to be going up too. And it'll be a race between them. So recession remains the big concern with the Fed raising rates. As we all know, higher rates mean, will mean we, we will pay more for car loans and mortgages, rents and credit cards. The Fed also taking stimulus money out of the economy, hoping to bring about a soft landing, not a crash landing and a recession, Craig. All right, Tom Costello for us this morning. Tom, thank you. Meantime, the process to approve the first COVID vaccine for the nation's youngest children is moving forward and the question that a lot of parents are asking this morning is how long will they have to wait? NBC Stephanie Gosk joins us now with the latest. Hey, Steph, good morning. Hey, good morning, Hoda. For parents of the nearly 18 million children under age six, that's the last group waiting on a vaccine. Moderna's move comes as especially welcome news after months of delays and disappointments. Still, experts warn FDA approval could take several weeks as the Omicron subvariant keeps driving up cases across the country. This morning, growing pressure on the FDA to move quickly after Moderna asked the government for emergency use authorization of its COVID vaccine for babies, toddlers, and young kids. The company says its vaccine is safe and provides robust protection, with two shots taken four weeks apart, 25% of the adult dose. Moderna says it is 51% effective for ages six months to two years and 37% for ages two through five. Experts say those rates appear low, but actually are in line with what adult and teen vaccines are showing after the winter Omicron surge. The Omicron variant has decreased our vaccine efficacy across the board, so it might seem low, but again, some protection is better than zero. Dr. Bill Hartman helped conduct the Moderna trial. There was no uh, severe disease or uh, hospitalizations uh, observed within uh, the trial. Overall, the infections in these kids uh, tended to be pretty mild, uh, even in this, this time of Omicron. It's welcome news for frustrated parents whose young children are especially vulnerable to the disease. So we've had to be very careful with him. Stephanie Lorang has a three-year-old with a metabolic disorder that puts him at high risk for COVID complications. I really hope the FDA really pushes this through and has some urgency. We're so ready to re-enter the world. Still, many other parents remain hesitant. I have not made up my mind whether I'll get the kids vaccinated. Only 28% of kids ages 5 to 11 have gotten two doses of the vaccine. The CDC says most Americans have now been infected with COVID, including nearly 60% of adults and 75% of children. Coast to coast, cases are continuing to rise, driven by the Omicron subvariant, up more than 50% in the past two weeks, with increases in all but six states and D.C. Still, hospitalizations are below pandemic highs, and deaths continue to decline, even as the U.S. approaches one million deaths since the beginning of the pandemic. Back to the pediatric vaccines for a moment with Moderna. First out of the gate, Pfizer is also working on a vaccine for young kids and will likely ask the government for emergency authorization later this spring. Its treatment features a lower dose than Moderna and consists of three shots instead of two. Oh, okay.
All right, Stephanie Gosk. Steph, thank you. Good Have a weekend, Steph. Uh, this morning, some new developments tied to an emotional fight that's playing out across this country. State legislators in Oklahoma have just approved a bill that would prohibit abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. It's modeled after a similar law in neighboring Texas. NBC's Blaine Alexander joins us now with this story. Blaine, good morning to you. Well, Greg, good morning to you. You know, what's notable here is that there is no lag time between when this bill would be signed and when it goes into effect, meaning that it's just a pen stroke away from becoming one of the most restrictive abortion laws in the nation. With the showdown over abortion access being fought in states nationwide, this morning, Oklahoma is the latest battleground. State lawmakers there approved a bill dubbed the Oklahoma Heartbeat Act that would ban abortions after six weeks, the time doctors are able to detect a heartbeat, but before most women even know they're pregnant. This will not save just one life. This will save many, many lives. This bill is incredibly intrusive. It reduces individual freedoms, and it's just plain wrong. The bill now goes to the desk of Oklahoma's Republican governor, who earlier this month signed a different bill, making it a crime to perform abortions in the state. We want Oklahoma to be the most pro-life state in the country. That bill goes into effect this summer, but this latest measure passed with an emergency provision, meaning it goes into effect as soon as it's signed, likely any day. It impacts every fertile woman's health in the state of Oklahoma by passing this law. The president of Planned Parenthood calls the measure unconscionable and unconstitutional, vowing to fight it in court. The impact stretches beyond Oklahoma's borders into neighboring Texas, where a similar law has sent women seeking abortions to nearby states. According to one study, nearly half of them traveled to Oklahoma. The legislation is the latest in a flurry of strict abortion laws nationwide, including Florida, where Governor Ron DeSantis recently signed a measure banning the procedure after 15 weeks. We are here today to protect life. <laughs> That law is modeled after a similar one in Mississippi, which is currently under review in the Supreme Court. It poses a direct challenge to the landmark Roe v. Wade ruling, setting up a potentially groundbreaking decision by the nation's highest court. Now, getting back to Oklahoma, right now there's no indication of exactly when Governor Stitt may sign that bill into law. But, Craig, he has said that he plans to sign any anti-abortion legislation that hits his desk. Back to you. Blaine Alexander Force. Blaine, thank you. What you got, Mr. Roker? Well, unfortunately, we got some severe weather to talk about as we start things off. As we show you on the radar, we're looking at some showers and thunderstorms now firing up from the Dakotas all the way into the Central Plains, and it's just going to get worse as the day wears on. Nine million people at risk, and here are the, the real risk factors we're looking at. Storm impacts, giant hail. We're talking hail could be as large as softballs with significant damage possible. We're also looking at strong tornadoes a strong tornado risk from Lincoln, Nebraska, down to Stillwater in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Wichita, Kansas as well. And then tomorrow, we've got 17 million people at risk from Madison, Wisconsin, Chicago, Indianapolis, down to Paducah, even down to Memphis as this system makes its way to the east. Heavy rain and wind for the northern plains, a severe risk for Nebraska, Kansas, and Oklahoma. As we move into tomorrow, the rain continues on up into Minnesota with areas of flooding possible. The severe threat risk moves into the Midwest. By Sunday, the cold front tracks into the southeast. Strong storms will be stretching from Pittsburgh 
all the way down to Lexington, Kentucky. We are looking for heavy rain back through the plains, upwards of four inches or more. And that is your latest weather. Guys? All right, Al, thank you. Uh, still ahead, the growing pushback against the release of the new evidence tied to the open investigation looking into the fatal rust shooting. This morning, the reaction from the woman in charge of guns for the film and what it all means for the case moving forward. Also, had this morning, some new details on that drama involving former couple Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. What we're now learning about the decision to serve her legal papers while she was live on stage. But first, this is Today on NBC. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed it is 7 30 tgif guys it's friday this is the star attraction of an auction it's 108 million years in the making. That's at least how old those dinosaur bones are. It's the most complete velociraptor skeleton ever found. And guess where that baby is right now? Where? Literally across the street from where we are at Christie's. Al and I are going to go. We're going over, Al, yeah, to we're see gonna the velociraptor. Do you know about this? We're going to cross the street, and we're going to actually see that thing in person, you and me. In the words of Samuel L. Jackson, oh, no. hold on to your butts. <laughs> Wait, is it for sale? <laughs> yes. It yes. is it's for sale. Movie. Yes. It's from the movie. We love you, Al. Yes. All right, thank you. It's up for auction. Nice talking That's to you. That's why they're going across All the right, uh, but first, let's check out your 730 headlines. The FDA released its long-awaited plan yesterday to ban menthol cigarettes. The agency says eliminating the flavored cigarettes could prevent up to 650,000 smoking deaths over 40 years, and that ban would have a big impact on black smokers who use them most heavily. The proposal could go into effect in a year, but it is expected the tobacco industry will fight it, which could end up in a long court battle. A highly contagious strain of avian flu that has likely killed hundreds of birds has been detected in a human for the first time in the United States. The man was working on a commercial farm in Colorado when he was directly exposed to the H5 flu. He reported fatigue for a few days, but has since recovered. The CDC says that the risk the virus poses to people still remains low. 
All right, now to a birthday surprise. 77 years in the making. The U.S. Army presented an Italian woman with a birthday cake to replace the one American soldiers apparently ate during World War II. Mary Mion wiped away tears as she was presented with the cake during a ceremony near Venice. It turns out in 1945, her mother bakes her a cake for her 13th birthday, yeah. but then leaves it out on the windowsill to cool. Well, apparently some hungry U.S. soldiers helped themselves to it. The U.S. Army wanted to make it up to her after all these years. That's a great gesture. That's also a lot of guilt. Wow. <laughs> all these years later to make sure you come, came back. That's yeah, really sweet. sweet. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, this morning, fallout continuing to grow over the release of evidence from the open investigation into that fatal shooting on the Rust movie set. Yeah, it came with a little warning, and it's being blasted by Helena Hutchins' family. And now the woman in, who was in charge of guns for the film, NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer has the latest. Hey, Miguel, good morning. Hoda, good morning. The attorneys representing Hannah Gutierrez-Reed say the armorer's reputation is being tarnished, adding the sheriff may be misleading the public over the big question, who's responsible for bringing live ammunition onto the set of rust? Sorry. You're okay. Sorry. Just relax. Just relax. I'm so scared. I'm You're all right. The massive evidence dumped from the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office captured a distraught and confused Hannah Gutierrez Reed. I can't believe Alec Baldwin was holding the gun. But perhaps the most damaging information wasn't caught on camera and was instead a series of old text messages released by the sheriff given to investigators by Seth Kenny. She wanted to shoot live ammo out of the guns. Kenny, the film's ammunition supplier, told detectives before the filming of Rust on a different movie months earlier, Gutierrez Reed asked him for live ammunition, which is never allowed on any set. Savannah pressed the sheriff on the importance of those messages. Do you have an answer now as to how live ammunition got onto a movie set when it should have never been there in the first place? Uh, there was information from text messages um, that was concerning based on the fact that uh, live ammo was um, spoke about and was possibly used on a prior movie set. But that response outraged attorneys for Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. In a letter to the district attorney overnight, they wrote, Sheriff Mendoza, without any evidence, implied that based on the text exchange, live rounds may have been fired on the prior set by Hannah. This was recklessly false, and there is no evidence to support this misstatement. Welcome to the worst day of my life. As this trove of evidence became public for all, Gutierrez-Reed's attorneys asked that the sheriff amend his remarks, saying Hannah has never brought live rounds on any movie set, nor has she ever fired any live rounds on any set on which she has worked, including the Rust set. This morning, the sheriff is not commenting any further, and now as the blame game plays out in public, it's the district attorney who will have the final say over any potential criminal charges. And Miguel uh, Gutierrez-Reed's lawyers were also concerned that now the focus was now on her and not on safety issues on set. That's right. They're worried that this is tainting public opinion and say it distracts from the safety report that was issued just days ago by the state. It blamed Russ management for the unsafe conditions on set and blamed them for the shooting. Hoda. All right, Miguel Almaguer on that story from the beginning. Miguel, thank you. All right, straight ahead, new details on that controversial decision to serve Olivia Wilde custody papers from ex-Jason Sudeikis while she was live on stage. Inside the growing fallout and the security concerns right after this.
We are back 740 with an in-depth look on the latest on a story we brought you yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Actress Olivia Wilde served custody papers from ex-Jason Sudeikis while she was on stage in front of a packed crowd. NBC News Now anchor Joe Fryer has an update. Joe, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Things took a dramatic turn as Olivia Wilde was promoting her new film at a high-profile event. Though Sudeikis has condemned the, quote, inappropriate way she was served those private documents in such a public way. This morning, we're learning more about what happened. This morning, new details about that bizarre moment. A-list actress Olivia Wilde was served legal papers while on stage at a packed CinemaCon. The 38-year-old had been promoting her new film, Don't Worry Darling, on Tuesday when she was interrupted by a woman delivering a mysterious manila envelope. Inside, legal documents from her ex-fiancé, actor Jason Sudeikis, concerning the custody of their two children. Sources close to Sudeikis confirmed to NBC News the woman who served those papers was an L.A.-based server hired by a law firm for the actor. According to CinemaCon officials, she approached the stage when she was not authorized to be there. This is a relatively drastic step to serve her while she's presenting. Representatives for Wilde did not respond to our request for comment, but sources close to Sudeika say he had no prior knowledge of the time or place that the envelope would have been delivered. But legal experts say that's not common. It seems very unusual that the attorneys weren't talking in advance uh, and that uh, alternative measures for getting these papers served weren't taken. While the former Hollywood power couple never tied the knot, they were together for nine years. The two met for the first time at an SNL rap party in 2011. Just the greatest line of all time that Jason had. He came up to me and he said, you know, whatever you're looking for, you don't need it. In November 2020, the couple announced their split. Months later, Wilde was first spotted holding hands with her now boyfriend, pop star Harry Styles. The two reportedly hit it off on the set of Don't Worry Darling. They touch each other's toes. What? Sudeikis has recently been in London shooting the third season of his hit series, Ted Lasso. Meantime, Wilde recently opened up to Vogue about their children, Otis and Daisy, and how they've been able to adapt to their parents' busy lifestyle. She told the magazine, whatever country we're in, they have a routine and a community. They're best friends, and they have each other. Legal experts we spoke with say, well, it might be unusual for someone to be served papers on stage. The rules for process servers are relatively limited. They're allowed to approach a potential party and serve papers in any public setting. Back to you guys. All right. Joe Fireforce. Joe, thank you. 743 almost. Mr. Roger, how about a check of the weather? Yeah, we're talking fire and ice today. We start out west. Not 8 million people affected by these red flag warnings throughout the southwest into the Rockies. We're talking also extreme fire conditions for today into tomorrow. I mean, we are talking uh, critical risk to extreme risk from El Paso, Amarillo, Dodge City, but also in the northeast. 17 million people in because of dry, gusty conditions, low humidity, the grasses, leaves, and twigs are real ample fuel for fires. Yet, we're talking about really cool conditions. Frost advisories and freeze warnings for 22 million people from Ohio all the way into the Northeast with temperatures, with wind chills. Right now, it feels like 37 in New York City, 27 in Detroit, and Watertown as well. And But for today, temperatures will start to moderate. Temperatures finally starting to come up in the Northeast. Northeast, really warm out 
southwest, Wichita, 88, Little Rock, 84 degrees. And then as we head into tomorrow, temperatures still cool here in the east. But the good news is, as we get into the early part of next week, into the low 60s in Boston, mid-70s in Philadelphia, mid-70s all the way out into Cincinnati. And that's your latest weather. Gosh. All right. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Up next, a busy airport inundated not with passengers this time. No, no. Flowers, all of those flowers destined for those Mother's Day bouquets. And that's where Carrie Sanders is. He's going to take us inside the race to make sure, oh, they make it on time. And a couple of ways you can even save some money on those flower arrangements. Carrie's got us covered right after this. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Oh, we are back with Chanel Jones. Oh. We're also back with a friendly reminder. Mother's Day next weekend. Ah, uh, yes. Keep it in mind, for many folks, flowers are always favorite gift options. But like everything else these days, you may have to pay a little more to get them. NBC's Carrie Sanders is at Miami International Airport with more on that. Well, good morning. Well, good morning, guys. That's right. If you want to make mom smile, flowers are the way to go. Over my shoulder, you can see the boxes that are coming off the Avianca cargo plane here. Inside those boxes, flowers that were picked about 36 hours ago. And they'll be here very briefly. And if all goes as planned, they will make their way for Mother's Day inside a vase at your mom's house. From carnations and tulips to lilies and lilacs, just about any flower you can imagine is arriving here at Miami International Airport to help fill those Mother's Day orders. This is our busiest time of the year. We probably, uh, on a typical Mother's Day rush, process a billion cut flower stems. And this year is predicted to be even more than that. Crews are now working around the clock to unload all these fresh cut flowers from countries like Colombia and Ecuador. Flowers are MIA's largest commodity in weight, in weight and the fifth largest in value. That means that uh, flowers are supremely important for us and we are considered the flower gateway for the Americas. More than 300,000 stems are arriving here daily in preparation for Mother's Day, triple the amount that usually comes in. And they're projecting a 10% increase in flower shipments this Mother's Day season compared to 2021. Now it's a race against the clock as all those blooms are unpacked, repacked, and shipped all over the country to local distributors. But prices for flowers have increased in the last few years because of the pandemic, supply chain issues, and environmental problems like poor weather conditions impacting growers. 
Perry's florist in Miami has been in business for 85 years and says lately finding inventory has been challenging. Sometimes it's, I'm unable to provide a specific flower, a certain color, or things like that, but I try to do my best and explain to them in advance I'm going to do what I can with what we have. According to experts, sales are not slowing. Flowers will make up a staggering 80% of Mother's Day's gifts in the U.S. And of those, the majority will be floral bouquets, 63%. The beauty of, of flowers and plants is that really regardless of your budget, there's something out there for you. If you're looking to get some beautiful blooms for mom that won't break the bank, experts say talk to your local florist. Tell your florist what your budget is and say, these are my favorite colors or these are this mother's favorite flowers and here's my budget, here's what I want to spend and they'll make it happen. <laughs> right now we're inside the cooler. You can see a little different inside here. The flowers are kept here, but they're only here for a short period of time. You can see the guys over here waiting for the boxes to arrive off that Avianca cargo jet. Now, remember that if you're going to be buying flowers for mom, and you ought to be doing something for mom, of course, with Mother's Day, uh, remember a few things. First of all, as we put it up here on the screen, you want to make sure that you compare prices. Uh, you can't really expect that there's going to be any price cuts this year, even though Avianca cargo says compared to last year this week, they're Deliveries are up 40%. There's wow. going to be a lot of flowers, but bottom line is don't expect any price cuts. Also, make sure if you're going to order online to reread the customer reviews because that becomes very helpful to see if other people have had problems. And then finally, and this is always important, order early. And just one other reminder, guys, as you get your flowers and you have somebody maybe doing a delivery because you live in a different town, Expect to pay more because gasoline does cost more, guys. Sure. So mm. a little in advance Thank to you, all Jerry. your mothers. Thank Happy you, Mother's Jerry. Day. All right, just ahead on Pop Start, the surprising shakeup coming to the world of late night TV. Plus, why we've got a bunch of dogs in our studio. We're going to fill you in on some surprising findings. Coming up next, your 8 o'clock hour. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.